Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 for my reaction here from the Austrian sprint race that we've just had. You know, people like to moan a lot about the sprint races, but honestly, that one delivered and then some. I mean, what a great race that was. Absolutely incredible. Let's get into it now. Um, firstly, you have to subscribe. That's the rules. Secondly, going on from our sprint shootout video this morning, Charles Leclerc has received a grid penalty and will start the sprint race in ninth. That was for the impeding on Piastri. It, it was a bit unlucky, to be fair, because that's the way you have to go into the pits on in that track. So there wasn't really much he could do there. He just had to go a bit quicker, I guess, but it was impeding because it's on the racing lines. Honestly, I think it's more a bad design of the track than Leclerc getting in the way, but there you go. So the rain is coming down on the uh, laps to the grid. I think all the all the track all the cars apart from Red Bull were on the mediums. The Red Red Bulls only ones on intermediates. But when the tyres are revealed for the actual race, all the drivers are on inters, apart from Valtteri Bottas, who is on the mediums. On the formation lap, Sergio Perez goes a bit wide in turn one and turn two, manages to keep it going, and Valtteri Bottas pits before the race even begins, pitting for the inters. And then it's lights out and away we go, and instantly Sergio Perez takes the lead of the race, which is something I was not expecting to see at the start here. A proper battle between the two Red Bull guys as they go down the first straight. They nearly hit into turn three, and uh, Max, I think, either locks up or something goes wrong there, and he just keeps on carrying his speed, takes Checo, kind of moves him off to the side of the grid. He leaves the door massively open for Lando Norris. Lando could have easily taken the lead of the race there, but instead Lando chooses to follow Max instead of going for the gap. And because he gets backed up, because Max is trying to get back onto the track, Lando goes from like P3 to P9 in about two or three laps, because he just gets eaten up by everyone when he was given an opportunity to lead the bloody race. The person who didn't miss up on that opportunity, though, is Nico Hulkenberg, who not only jumped Lando, but also jumped Checo and took second place in the Haas. Incredible stuff from him. So after the first lap, Lando Norris had gone from 4th to 10th, and Lewis Hamilton had gone from 18th to 13th. Great stuff from uh, Lewis. Um, Magnussen has an incredible overtake on George Russell for P11, but Russell was able to get him back a few laps down the line. There's a fantastic battle, though, between Hamilton and Magnussen. Both Haas lads today looked incredible. I know Magnussen probably isn't going to get the same level as praise as Hulkenberg will. I think Hulkenberg does deserve a bit more praise, but Magnussen did a fantastic job as well uh, with his defensive driving, especially against both of the Mercedes lads. We get Checo versus Hulkenberg for P2, where Perez will eventually get through on lap. 12 but once again fantastic defensive driving there's some people on today's sprint race who you know a lot of the time we focus on the guys who do the overtakes and the big moves and stuff but sometimes the defensive driving that's on display is even more impressive and i think today that goes to hulkenberg that goes to magnuson stroll as well oh my god we'll get on to that later on albon as well he's a fantastic defensive driver uh science is able to get past hulkler as well for p3 there's a battle between ocon and leclerc for p Eight, they're battling away so much that Lando Norris then joins in. 
Leclerc goes off the track, though, in the final corner. He just lets Norris go through for him. This is when George Russell rolls the dice and he pits for soft tyres. That's on lap 16 of 24, so about eight laps to go. DRS is enabled, which adds to the mess. Stroll is able to get past Hulkenberg for P4. Piastri pulls in for the softs. Then we get Hulkenberg, Hamilton, Magnussen, Sargent, DeVries, and Joe all pitting for the soft tyres as well. Hamilton comes out of the pits in front of his teammate just about, but George has the... Um, the, the warmer tyres, he's able to get past him, but there's a nice, tiny little battle there for P14. Uh, Leclerc then pits, as does Albon Yuki uh, on P on lap 19. We get Leclerc facing off against Hamilton. Then Leclerc has an incredible double overtake against Albon and Bottas. This is when the Alonso Stroll battle begins for P4. Now, earlier on in the race, Stroll got on team radio and basically said... Um, let's. How about we? Uh, how about Alonso doesn't pass me? Hey, how about that? How about that? But Alonso didn't get the message because he was attacking like all hell against his teammate here. Incredible stuff. Uh, Piastri does a dive bomb on Alex Albon that nearly takes him entirely out of the race, but he makes it stick somehow. I think that's just great awareness from Albon even more than from Piastri, but that was for P12, that's on lap 23. Uh, Hulkenberg passes Norris for P7, then we get a battle between Hulkenberg and Ocon, which Hulkenberg wins. Um, Russell then comes through on the soft tyres to take the last points position from Lando, and then for the last two laps it was just Stroll versus Alonso, and Alonso was obviously quicker, but Stroll knew exactly where to put his car on every single corner to defend against his teammate. Really good stuff, under a hell of a lot of pressure you've got to imagine as well in the f2 race uh today there was a heart rate monitor on frederick vesti for the race and every now and again it would pop up what his heart rate is i would have loved to have seen what stroll's heart rate was for those last two laps with alonso swerving around in his mirrors you know that they're going to have a meeting later on oh great stuff though from stroll really really good but then we crossed the line, and it was Max Verstappen who takes the win from Sergio Perez. Then Carl Sainz in third. Stroll holds out for P4. Alonso P5. Hulkenberg finishes in a very impressive sixth place and collects the fastest lap for an extra point for the Haas team. Uh, seventh was Ocon, and Russell was in eighth. The guys basically crossed the line at the same time. The, the gap between Ocon and Russell was 0.009 of a second. The gap between P7 and P8. Lando Norris comes home in 9th, so he's the first of the people who don't get to score points. Hamilton was 10th, Piastri 12th, Leclerc... Uh, yeah, Piastri 11th, sorry, Leclerc 12th, Albon 13th, Magson 14th, Gasly 15th, Yuki 16th, DeVries 17th, Sergeant 18th, then you have the Alfa Romeo boys, it's Joe in 19th, Bottas in 20th. Fantastic little race here, a nice little uh, wet-to-dry thing. You have the top five guys who didn't actually pit, and I think if you had a few more laps, that could have got really spicy, as you have the likes of uh, Russell, Hulkenberg, Hamilton coming through the grid, going faster and faster and faster. So, yeah, I really, really, really enjoyed that. I think um, it's a great little build-up now for the race for tomorrow, which will hopefully be as exciting. And I hope that... You know all those people who consistently moan about sprint races. Maybe they'll think about this one next time they have decide to have a little moan. We'll be back tomorrow, of course, on this channel for uh, the review of the F2 and the F3, as well as the F1 race as well. Uh, that's all we've got really time. All we really got time for today. But yeah, my main takeaway: fantastic stuff and then fantastic driving from, especially Hulkenberg. Great guy. The thing is, I was. 
I think for him, it's a good thing that he didn't finish in the top three in this race. Because imagine, you know, there's a whole thing of Hulkenberg and the lack of podiums. Imagine if he finally finishes a race in the top three and it doesn't actually count. That would have been even worse. So I think Hulkenberg had the best he had, could possibly have here. P6, fastest lap. Great stuff for Haas. Yes, this is how good the Haas car can be when the car, well, like the, the tyres aren't setting themselves on fire. We saw that. The wet weather managed the tyres better than the car did, and they were actually very good. I hope they can get that Haas car fixed. I really do, because it's obviously good in qualifying. The issue is their tyre wear. If they can fix that tyre wear, they've got a car there that can challenge the... Like, they'll be on the back of that group. You know, like the... Uh, they'll be. I think they'll be ahead of the Alpine, for sure. They would be around about there. That's how good I think that Haas car could be if they can fix that one issue. And I hope to God they do because I love the Haas team. And I think everyone wants to see them doing well. Right, I've gone on far too long about the sprint race. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye.